Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for having me. It's our pleasure. Um, um, we're going to do a little something a little different today. We're going to start off because we want to get in two of your singles. Um, so we're going to start mm-hmm. off the show with um, the first single, which is called Falling. So um, you stay mm-hmm. right there, and we're going to okay. take a quick listen. Great. Sounds good. She never wanted to be just like you She 
beautiful yeah. song. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, that was beautiful, beautiful. What a great way to open up the show. Um, uh, I'm just going to just jump right into the questions. I, yeah, I read that of course. <laughs> you are you are classically trained in both vocal performance and musical theater, and I can totally tell in that song because it was just so <laughs> moving. I can feel it, you know. Um, how do you feel having that particular background and training has helped you as a performer in the industry? Oh, I think it was absolutely essential to wanting to do pop music. I think people, you know, go into pop, which is actually very hard music to sing because there's a lot of belting involved and a lot of, you know, you need to have good stamina. So growing up, I didn't take voice lessons. But when I went to college, I was like, you know, I really know this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I want to be able to sustain my voice and have longevity in my career. So I trained with an incredible teacher in college and she was very, very hardcore. <laughs> she was very <laughs> tough, but I, uh, you know, I can um, attribute a lot of the success that I've had and a lot of the um, compliments I've gotten on my voice to what she taught me. So I think getting classically trained is really, really important because just breath support and, you know, having really good pitch and being able to last for a long time in the studio or on stage. I learned all of those techniques and those all of that just in school. So it it was very, very important, and I'm glad that I did it. Yeah, yeah. And and, and you're, I, I read that you're um, L.A.-based. Are you originally from Los Angeles? And um, how, Well, I'm from Southern ahead, California. Yeah, no, it's okay. I'm from Southern California. I'm originally from Santa Barbara, which is like an hour and a half north of Los Angeles. But I've always been a SoCal girl, so <laughs> but I've been in L.A. Okay. forever. Yeah. Okay. And um, how do you feel um, living in Los Angeles has helped you to pursue your um, career in the entertainment industry by being so close to Hollywood? Right. So, well, you know, LA's interesting. <laughs> I will say that because <laughs> there are so many opportunities here. And if you figure out how to navigate the city, it's there's a lot for everybody. There really is. But because everybody comes here to pursue their dreams and to live out their dream, it, it becomes a little oversaturated. So then you're just kind of really fighting tooth and nail to, to make it and to succeed and to get seen and to get noticed. And for me, um, you know, I still, I don't think anybody's ever where they want to be, you know, but I'm still not where I want to be in my career. But I can say that I work constantly and, and I'm, I'm always putting myself out there and I definitely get more no's than yeses, but it just kind of pushes me to keep going. So being in LA, being in Hollywood and everything, it's, it, it is great. It does have its pros and cons, but I definitely would encourage people to come out here if they do want to have a career in entertainment, because this is the place that you need to be. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Melinda, you have received the ASCAP Plus Award for Independent Artists, um, the mm -hmm. Chicago Independent Artist Grant, and the Top Singer-Songwriter Award in the First Annual Independent Artist Network Music Arts Award. <laughs> yeah. Um, t tell us how that feels for you as an artist to be recognized um, for your art. Well, you know, it's it's great. You know, you go into doing this not really – wanting you know or I should how should I word this you go into doing music and doing performing not for the praise it's because it's something that you love and so when somebody else recognizes it it just kind of affirms that this is what you should be doing so you know having those awards and getting those nominations and I just actually was recently nominated for the song that we just played um, for best oh, wow. adult contemporary song for the Hollywood music and media awards that are in November out here so that was a huge honor too um, 
but getting, you know, like I said, getting those nominations or winning those awards, it just affirms that this is what I should be doing because my music touched somebody or you know, kind of lit a fire under somebody like, oh, this song or this music, this artist should be recognized. So it does make you feel good and it makes you want to keep going and try to reach as many people as possible. Yeah, yeah, wow. And congrats on the nomination too. Thank um, you so much. Thank you. <laughs> And, and besides um, singing and songwriting, you also um, act, and I um, I read that you um, have worked on several major and independent film projects, one of which you won Best Actress in a Film. Um, talk yeah. about the film, um, how you got involved yes. in it, and what it was like to receive um, recognition for your acting skills. Of course. So I, I, I always grew up doing musical theater, but TV and film was something I really didn't get involved in until – maybe like three years ago when I was living in Chicago with my husband, who was going to law school out there. And they, I didn't really know much about the music scene out there. And I didn't know anybody in Chicago. So I was like, okay, I need to get involved in something because I was like going crazy. <laughs> so um, I just started looking up on like audition sites and I saw this uh, film called The Fourth Meeting and I read about it and I loved the synopsis and I felt like I could relate to the character a little bit. So I just went into audition, didn't really think anything of it. You know, I was just more doing it for myself to try to get out there, but I ended up getting cast and it was a really great experience. It was one of the first films that I ever did. And it was, it was really great because it was um, almost an all black cast and the director was a young black male and it was a lot of diversity within the crew and, and, and the script. So it was really, really great to work on that and then it was nominated for best film and nom- I was nominated for best actress and then I won and I was like oh my god so it was really cool <laughs> um but acting just I really do enjoy acting um I actually did a, a movie that's going to be on the Lifetime Movie Network on Sunday evening at eight o'clock which I'm excited about um out here so yeah I've been doing a, quite a bit of acting and it's I would always say that my main goal is music always because that's what I do but I enjoy acting just because I love meeting people but I also just love being a part of the arts in any way I possibly can so I just kind of fell into it but it's it's been going really well both wow wow <laughs> how exciting yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now um, for two seasons you've also co-hosted the Vampire Diaries after show on um, stream t- stream.tv and served mm-hmm. as the main host of the Walking Dead after show um, how did you get involved yeah. um, with the after shows of, of these two projects? And um, how does it feel to be on the host and co-host side of the um, camera, I guess? <laughs> yeah, so it, it actually is very different. Um, I went into audition for it because I love television. I watch television all the time, and those are two shows that I watch religiously. And I was like, you know what? I feel like I could do hosting. I have good conversations with people. I know a lot about these shows. So I went in and I just kind of pitched myself what was very honest, like, hey, I don't have any hosting experience, but I can hold a good conversation. I'm very good at, like, coming up with theories for shows. So I think I'd be a good, you know, asset to the panel and to the team. So I did the hosting with them for two seasons. I'm not doing it currently just because I did get pretty busy with my music and with acting, which is great. Praise God for that. Um, But two seasons that I was with the stream, I had a blast and I – made some amazing friends and was introduced to just a different uh, sector of the entertainment community. And it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I I just was able to be myself and not play a character, which was, which was great. So I had a lot of fun doing the hosting. 
<laughs> wow. And Melinda, you are a proud vegan and social advocate. Um, being mm-hmm. a spokesperson for a vegan makeup company as well as the co founder of the Me Too campaign. Give us a yes. little back about the uh, these causes and how you got involved and why it's important to you. Right. So uh, I've been vegan for about nine years, but I've been vegetarian uh-huh. for about 18 years. Oh, my God. I can't believe I just said that. such <laughs> <laughs> a long time. Um, but, you know, I grew up eating, like, lots of meat, lots of, like, soul food and all that. And then just something clicked within me that I just didn't want to eat meat anymore um, when I was 11 years old. It was a very... Um, strong uh move to make for an 11 year old (laughs) but um I as I've grown I just realized you know how important it is how important animal rights are and I think that's something that we need to focus on um so that's really where my veganism stems from currently um but also just health-wise you know we talk about, you know, childhood obesity and just like where we are in this country as far as health goes. And I think if a lot of us were to go towards the vegan vegetarian diets, it would be better for the environment, it would be better for our health. And I think something that people should, you know, look into and not be afraid of. I think the other thing is people think, oh, like, what do you eat? I eat all the time and I eat plenty of food. It's very easy to be vegan. It's a lot easier than people think. So I think that is super important. So I'm really involved in, you know, I've done a lot of PD events, um, you know, the vegan makeup is wonderful because a lot, you know, for makeup, you don't really need to have animal products on your face. It's just better for you, for your skin. Um, so I could go off of that for hours. But being vegan is one of the greatest things, one of the greatest choices I've made. And then as far as the Me Too campaign, I started that campaign a couple of years ago because, for me, I'm in an interracial relationship. And I noticed just as I would be, you know, walking around the city, I would notice other interracial relationships and they would kind of see me looking at them, but I was more looking at them, like admiring them. And I wanted them to know, like, oh, I'm not judging you like me too. I'm, I'm a part of something like that. And I noticed that a lot of my friends that are in LGBT relationships as well would have that same experience. So I created this campaign to be kind of a community for people to meet other people like them and know like, Hey, you're not alone. You're, you're supported and your relationship is beautiful no matter who you love. So we, you know, I've been doing this for a couple of years. It took a little pause for it as I've been touring and performing, but I'm going to definitely pick it up again in the fall to take more pictures and meet more couples. But the couples that I met were just amazing. And some of the stories they had were incredible. And I love showcasing love because I think at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's just about loving who you love and living your life. So that's kind of what, that's what the, uh, the campaign has stemmed from. Wow, wow. Two great causes, and I, I totally Thank support you. you on both. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Thanks. Thank you. Who, who do you admire or um, feel like is your inspiration? Who do you look up to as um, as an artist? Who does Melinda look up to? Oh, there's so many. Um, but <laughs> everyone who knows me, I talk about this all the time, but like my main person that I would want to work with, that I listen to his music for inspiration, um, is Gavin DeGraw, and I, oh my gosh, do you know who Gavin DeGraw is? <laughs> I've heard the name, and I'm trying to think, I could, I'm oh trying my to, God. <laughs> every time anybody doesn't know him, I'm going to have to like send you a bunch of albums and CDs and music, um, he, he's been like number one for like the last 13 years since I heard his song on the radio, there was just something about his writing that really spoke to me and it, it, I would say how he approaches a song is very similar to how I approach a song. 
Um, what I also admire about him is that even though he's a major label artist, he almost functions like an indie artist because he has a really good relationship with his fans. He's really tangible. You know, it's easy to reach out to him. And he uh, has stayed true to himself as far as who he is as an artist and how he writes and the songs that he performs. And I love his voice. He's, he plays piano. I play piano. Like, his musicianship I just admire. And I just think how he functions as a whole is everything that I want to accomplish and reach. So he's always been my number one. He's somebody I've always wanted to work with and sing with. And I just think everything about him is great. But then there are so many other artists. You know, I love Sarah Bareilles. I love India Ari. Her writing just really, really moves me. Um, you know, then going into, like, the musical theater world, Audrey McDonald and Heather Headley. And then the oldies, of course. I love, like, Stevie Wonder. I used to love Whitney Houston, Celine Dion. So there's so many people that I feel right. like have influenced who I've become as an artist. But Gavin McGraw is, is, is my number one. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems like the people that you mentioned that I know of are, are vocalists. So it seems like it's more so um, people yes. that you admire for their vocals. Right, for their voices. Yeah, yeah. I mean, voice, yeah, I just, I want to be able to listen to them and be like, ooh, they could sing, you know. I feel like a great singer (laughs) can even make like a poorly written song sound really good, you know what I mean? Right. But then when they're good writers on top of that, when it's a good song on top of that, it's just kind of this perfect mix. So, yeah, voice for sure is one of the things I always listen to, yeah. Okay. And besides performing, what do you like to do in your spare time? What does Melinda like to do for fun other than perform? Oh, gosh. Oh, I like to do a lot. I mean, I'm definitely also like a Netflix and chill type person. I love just watching things on Netflix. But my husband and I, we're very active people. So we love to go running, hiking, you know, bike riding. We have a two-year-old dog. She's still my puppy, but we play with her a lot. Um you know, I love to spend time with friends. We host, like, brunches or, like, barbecues at our place a lot. So I, I'm, I'm a pretty social person, but there are those times when I just want to sit on the couch and just watch great old episodes of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. And um, what would you say has been your biggest challenge in this industry? If you can name one thing, what would you say has been the biggest challenge for you? Oh, that's a really good question. I think... Over the years, it's been finding my voice and not being afraid of it. I think this last album that I released is definitely who I am as an artist. It's very, you know, pop, soul, singer, songwriter, but adult contemporary as well. And I think over the years, you know, I put out four albums, a bunch of singles. I've been trying so hard to conform to what music industry standards are. So it's been a struggle because as much as you want to reach a a larger audience and get people to hear your music and and you know be in that kind of community of your fans you also want to stay true to who you are so it's this fine line of finding that balance of doing the music that you believe in but also doing something that's accessible to everybody that they will also enjoy and like and then want to keep listening to and telling their friends about so it has that I would say that's been the biggest challenge for me but I think that I finally figured it out and this last album you know it's been you know I think I would say probably like seven eight years that I've been really focusing on doing this and and growing and and looking back I definitely feel like I've achieved a lot and and succeeded in, in certain ways but I think finding who I am as an artist has been the biggest challenge, but I think I finally reached that point. And I think that's hard for everybody. It takes a while to get there. It's a lot of trial and error to see what fits, but I I think I'm there. 
stuff. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, we're going to take mm-hmm. another quick break and listen okay. to another one of um, Melinda's singles. This one is called Waiting for You. So, Melinda, you stay oh, right great. there. We'll be back with more from our special guests. Great.
Team Magazine with our special mm-hmm. guest, Melinda Hill. Welcome back. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Melinda, another great song. I'm just loving oh, you here. I mean, you. wow, wow. <laughs> that was a wonderful song. I mean, I feel like your music um, from the first song to this song is even is so upbeat and so beautiful, and the vocals are like, right you. on point. Thank you. Um, is there any advice you would want to um, pass along to someone who was interested in um, bef- the performing arts or the entertainment industry? Always ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that enough. Seriously, I can't say that enough because I feel like now for me being the age that I am, not that I'm like older or anything, but looking back like when I started, I'm just like, oh, I wish I had asked somebody about this or I wish I had asked somebody about this. And the worst thing anybody can say is no, you know, and then you just move on from it. It's not going to be the end of your world. We always ask questions, always ask for help or always ask for advice. And people say, no, then you just move on to the next thing. But you can't, nobody can get anywhere without somebody helping them. I like, I really believe that somebody always has to help you in some way, shape or form. So if people just were less afraid to ask questions and people were more willing to give advice and help, I think we would all be able to succeed and not make this always a competition. Um, that's one of the things that I kind of pride myself on doing is helping other people no matter where I am in my career. Uh, I think it's very important because I wouldn't be where I am today without people helping me. And I don't want anybody else to feel like they can't succeed because nobody's helping them. So always ask questions and always be willing to help people. I think that's the most important thing I can share with anyone. Wow. Wow. That's great advice because a lot of people are afraid to ask questions and um, sometimes you never know. All they can say is no. So (laughs) right. (laughs) Right. That worse or better off, you know, so just absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) And, and what can we expect from you in the future, Melinda? I know you mentioned um, that you had um, something coming on, I guess this lifetime, um, yeah, Sunday. so um, Sunday, yeah, Sunday at eight o'clock on the Lifetime Movie Network. I'm in a movie called A Father's Secret. I had, I had a little small part in there. It's a really great scene towards the end, so I'm excited about that. And then um, I'm going to be touring a little bit this summer. I'll be in Chicago, Wisconsin, and Nashville, and then throughout Los Angeles. So in um, California, and then going to Portland as well. So lots of shows that are all up on my website, MelindaHale.com, if you're interested. And then, um, yeah, a couple of TV appearances coming up as well. So, And I'm always on social media. I try to respond to people as often as I can. So any, if anybody ever sends me a message, I respond. <laughs> okay, all right. And, so, and yeah. I know you said mom. It's, I've been calling you Melinda. Is it Melinda? <laughs> Melinda. No, it's Melinda. It's Melinda. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. if you want to shout out the um, social media sites besides your website, um, and yeah, let people know where they can connect with you. Well, they can connect with me anywhere because nowadays you have to be on everything. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, but my, right. But my Facebook is facebook.com slash Melinda Hale Music, and then Twitter. Instagram, Snapchat, and Flipagram are all at Melinda Hale. Easy. Okay. Keep it simple. Um, right, right. <laughs> yeah, and then, right, just, just no reason need to make it difficult. And then my website, just MelindaHale.com. All right. Well, Melinda, yeah. thank you so much for joining us here today at Urban Team Magazine. It's been a pleasure speaking with you and getting to this. Yeah, thanks for having me. That's great. It's our pleasure. And we wish you much success in everything you do in the future. Thank you so much. All right. 
And thank you all for joining us here today at Urban Team Magazine here at Blog Talk Radio. If you would like to know more about our special guest, Melinda Hell, like she just mentioned, you can visit her website at melindahell.com. As well as download, I'm I'm sure download her latest singles. I'd probably have to go to her website and find out where you can download those, which you heard here on Urban Teen Magazine. Um, Opening the show, we had the single Falling, and you just heard a few minutes ago, Waiting for You. Don't forget to check out our latest issue of Urban Teen Magazine and be on the lookout for Melinda Helen, an upcoming um, um, issue. You can get your free copy by visiting urbanteenmagazine.com. If you know of an outstanding, talented um, teen in your community and would like us to feature them in Urban Teen Magazine, or if you are an entertainer and would like to just come sit down and talk with us here at Urban Teen Magazine Radio, send all your inquiries to info at urbanteenmagazine.com or urbanteenmagazine at yahoo.com. Until next time, this has been your host, Sandra White-Stevens, publisher of Urban Teen Magazine. As always, remember to stay positive and follow your dreams. 